Welcome to the Quiet Talk Podcast, where we got interviews, sports, life advice, motivation, inspiration. Just talk about whatever you want to talk about, or whatever you want to hear. Tune in every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Kick it with me, your host, Janae Britton. Quad Talk, Quad Talk, welcome to the Quad Talk Podcast. Quad Talk, Quad Talk, welcome to the Quad Talk Podcast. Quad Talk, Quad Talk, Quad Talk, welcome to the Quad Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Today we have Samaya Surreal, Delta first off, entrepreneur, a wife and a mother. Okay, today we'll talk. First question I would like to ask you um, tell us a little bit about yourself. As you just said, a lady of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I am a wife of Cedric Sorrell, a mother of three girls, the owner and operator of the Magical Party Bus, which cater to ages 1 through 12. So we host parties, decorate parties, pretty much do the whole shebang for kids. So a kid's party bus, adult party bus, but for kids. Okay. Uh, where are you from? Originally from Greenville, Mississippi. I now reside in Oklahoma City, where I've been for the last 10 years. You from Greenville, so that's quite a rough place. (laughs) How was your life growing up? I wouldn't say it was a rough place. It right. gave me a foundation to give me drive, which is why I started the Magical Party Bus, as well as my other business, Charday's Closet, which is a boutique. So it, it was not a rough place. I can't stress that enough. But for lack of a better word, we did have less resources than surrounding areas coming down to the city, seeing the lack of things even being in a big city now. It was... It was quite a, a childhood, to say the least. Okay, you experienced any type of traumas in your childhood? <laughs> no, I didn't experience any trauma in my childhood. It was a lack of resources for kids in my community. Being in a smaller community, predominantly black, growing up in the South, no trauma, but your resources were very limited in the South. <laughs> okay, uh, so what inspired you? To become an entrepreneur growing up in a single parent household watching my mom struggle doing a very good job making sure we didn't feel it but as we got older we knew it was there so now having kids of my own being grown doing research trying to create generational wealth and so my kids don't see or feel the struggle that I went through it's just my motivation to make sure I provide and leave something behind for them when I'm no longer here Okay, you you said you have three girls. Yes. What are their names? Kylie Sorrell, Deanna Sorrell, and Destiny Sorrell. Do you have a favorite? Because parents usually often say that they don't have a favorite. <laughs> no, I do not have a favorite. They all have three different love languages, so I have to love them three different ways. But no, I have a favorite Kylie, and a favorite Deanna, and a favorite Destiny. I like the way you kind of... Okay, I like the way you, <laughs> I like the way you answered that question. Um, 
for anybody that don't uh, explain your relationship relationship to me. Janae, the CEO of Apply Pressure University, Mr. Quad Talk is my nephew. Yeah, I appreciate this. No, Big Jake like that. Uh, also, okay, so would you explaining those, what's something you feel like you can get better at not only as a businesswoman but as a wife and a mother? Um, I think balance. Just trying to actually balance out being a business owner, a wife, and a mother. It is all new to me, and improving is all improvement is always there. So just learning how to balance all of the titles and duties and responsibilities that come with being a business owner as well as a wife and a mother to make sure I'm not neglecting the business owner aspect, the wife or the mother aspect. Okay, so you pretty much saying like giving equal amount of uh, attention to like everything I try and that's the thing like having little girls my babies are little so being able to try to ask them questions of you know what make them happy what make them sad you know what do they like doing with mommy asking those questions let me know when I need to take a break asking my, my husband you know do you feel like I'm working too much do I need to take a break do you need some time but as well as seeing when the lights are not going up on the social media pages, when the orders have slowed down. So just trying to be attentive, but understanding that I'm human as well. I mean, I am new to the mommy life, the business life, and the wife life. So all of this is new to me. I'm not an expert, and I'm just taking it one day at a time. Okay, so happening to, I wouldn't say juggle, because you, you seem like you're like, taking care of it pretty well. Uh What's some advice that you could give someone else that was another mom or another or upcoming entrepreneur, you know, like to a new mom and new entrepreneur, if they were to ask you, like, what what could you feel like I could do that would help me in this aspect or this aspect? I think the main thing, I mean, I'll let you answer that. Being a, look, a new CEO yourself, what do you think is important? Because, I mean, I have several things I can tell you, but what do you think would be some important things that you have noticed being look, less than one year in the game yourself? Well, me, first off, it's a, it's a constant thing. So, one thing, I'm going to just say this. Something that you told me that you, uh, that you helped me with also my father, you know, is consistency. Consistency. Uh, that's one thing that, you know, I could be consistent, but it's just as far as, uh, okay, you know, I need to get up. If I get up at this this time, I can get everything done, and then I'll be able to relax my body to where, where my body's not feeling like uh, like I'm doing too much, and, you know, my body starts shutting down. So, like I'm able, since I'm able to control that, and also... On the aspect of when I'm when I'm ready to go, uh, I gotta make sure everybody else ready to go. So like, okay, yeah, I want to post this, but and I want to do it myself. You know, I like I, was, I always say I don't want no, I don't want anyone doing anything for me. So I'm gonna have, so in order for me to do that on my own, I gotta I gotta wake wake the house up, let them know, yo, um, it's time for me to I I want to get up so I can handle my business. So I can be consistent and continue to be consistent with my business. But as far as, um, yeah, 
that's about pretty much what I've learned is staying consistent. But I, and I could, this is what I can say. Also, it's something that I can work on. I'm consistent, but I might, uh, I need to be, I feel like I could be more creative, trying to figure out new ways and things, uh, like to get people to, like not to get, make them uncomfortable, but to like allow them to laugh with me, you know what I mean? So like when they see me, it's like, oh, it's not, it's not a, in such a way of a sad story, but it's also, oh, that's, you know, you know, they crack jokes, they want to engage with outside of, outside of the disability aspect, outside of them seeing, uh, seeing, basically just seeing me for the most part. And the comfort, I think, will come over time. I mean, the more you do it, the more comfortable you become. The first thing I think is important to understand, and now I see that with the party bus, whereas when I did the boutique, it wasn't anything I was nervous about. I think I had got comfortable, which was which allowed me to know it's like, you know, okay, you to outgrown this or it's time for you to expand or go to a new heights. If you're comfortable with it, you it, it's at that point you become comfortable. And I'm just a firm believer of not being in a comfort zone to because when you get comfortable you're just there. It's time for you to expand. So having that nervousness nervousness and being like you say, getting comfortable, that that's letting you know that you're constantly growing as a person. Yeah. So it's always room for growth. So, I mean, you can do this three years, five years, 10, 15 years. It should always be some nervousness there because you're talking to different people. You're meeting different people. You're learning new techniques. So every interview or everything you go through is going to be some level of nervousness. When it comes to me, like you said, the question you asked, what would I tell a new business owner? As I told you, consistent. Being consistent is number one. You're going to have some weeks where you might get 20 sales. You're going to have a week where you might get one sale, might get five sales. You got to realize that you are the brand. You're the company. So when that 20 sales come in, you can't go on the shopper spree and say, oh, we did good. You know, we got money. Like, like, that's my money. That's the business money. So that money have to go back and invest in the business. Otherwise... You got a brand that's just barely operating or just doing mediocre. But, it, I mean, the business might make $5,000 and you go spend $6,000. But the goal is to constantly be improving the brand and the business. So, that consistency, when I say being consistent, that's what I mean. Once again, I can use Charday's Closet, for example. Charday's Closet would make thousands of dollars. Here it is. I'm spending. I'm going out to eat. I'm taking the girls places. We doing things. And before I know it, it's like, oh, it's time to buy a new inventory. I done spent all the money because I'm not putting Charday's Closet money up. Really? Now the magical party bus, my husband come, oh, we made some, we ain't made nothing. The magical <laughs> party bus made this, and it's in the magical party bus account. Because the magical party bus, if the bus is down, the business is down. If right. I spend all the money and I need an oil change, it's commercial. So my oil changes don't run forty, fifty dollars. The oil change is hundred fifty dollars plus. Mm-hmm. So it might be a check engine light on. Check engine light, that's a diagnosis that can take a day plus. So that's three, four, five hundred dollars. So once again, every dollar that the magical party bus make is the magical party bus. Is in order for it to be the generational wealth and to be able to pass down and expand into different locations like I want for my babies, I have to be consistent and realize no matter how much money the magical party bus have, it's the magical party bus, not Samaya's or not the Surreal's. Like, 
it is an investment you have to make and you have to truly be disciplined um another thing i've learned with the magical party bus you have to know your audience you're not for everybody and that's okay four hundred dollars i'm not paying you four hundred dollars for a party well i mean if you take into your venue your decorator your cake your favors all of those things that i do four hundred dollars is not a lot for some it's a lot that's not my audience I'm okay with that. It's not a cockiness. It's not, oh, she arrogant. I'm not for everybody. The magical party bus is not for everybody. Once you do that breakdown, and the same with you would apply pressure. I'm not paying him $30 for a shirt. I'm not paying him $25 for a shirt. Apply pressure university is not going to be for everybody. Once again, I made that mistake with Charday's closet. Let me try to make my clothes affordable. One thing we can say, if you think to yourself, how many times have you went into a store and there was something you really wanted, you couldn't afford it at the time, but what you do, you, you put up savings in your mind or start actually putting up the funds to go back and get it later. Right. So when people say your stuff is too high or they ain't going to pay that for it, if it's something they really want, they're going to come back and get it or they're going to save for it. Versus trying to talk you down. We go in Walmart, we go in Target, we go in all these other places, and you save for it. No, you don't say, oh, well, can I speak to Sam Walton and try to talk him down on the price? You save for it. Yeah. So when it comes to people asking me, well, you got any discounts, you got any specials? If I had some, once again, might sound cocky and arrogant. If I had some, I wasn't going to tell you about it because to me, that's a spit in the face as a black business owner for you to come to me asking for discounts. Because when we go into Walmart in different places, I can't stress it enough. You don't go in there asking for discounts. If it's on sale and you like it, you buy it. If it's not on sale, you buy it or you go home and you save up to it for it until you can afford it. See, and I feel like uh, a lot of people uh, have that problem because, you know, I got some family members that, that it, you know, because once again, as you said, it's not for everybody. And some of my family members, they didn't want, they didn't want to buy a shirt and they was like okay well, why don't you just sell it to me for x amount of dollars the sad part about that even as your auntie and just coming from the perspective of a business owner you can give it to them free and some of them still won't wear the shirt people don't want to be with you on the come up they want to be a part of it when you are when you actually the blow it up when Lil j name get on the lights and in the magical party buses in several different cities oh yeah that's my cousin oh yeah that's my auntie oh yeah that's my sister yeah that's such and such people want to be a part of you once you already got big don't nobody want to be with you when you own the come up because they're afraid you're gonna ask them for something so when you give away, you can get a shirt. You can have your shirt for $30 and it be Applied Pressure University. You can come up with somebody else with another Applied Pressure University and they on social media look like they doing big and you're one of your family members or go by because they look like they already big. It's sad to say, but once again, that's when you have to know your audience and to know that you're not going to be for everybody and you can't take it personal. It's business. It's not personal. When you get a family member that go and support somebody else, you can't take that personal and have to realize if you went in business for family and friends, you wouldn't be in business long anyway. So you have to go in business realizing that it's a bigger audience out there and you have to figure out who your target audience is and go for it. Don't expect family and friends to share posts. Don't expect family and friends to comment. Don't expect family and friends to do anything extra. Thank them when they do it. But no, and you have to go in with the confidence to say, I'm going to go hard whether family and friends support me or not. Yeah. I know uh, via all of my social medias, 
only person that I'm I'm pretty much outside of there's in the family. I'm pretty, you know, you also, but outside of that, nothing. It's not. I can't. I'm not really able to say, like, right off bat, who else really consistently, consistently, who shares my posts. Like every time I post about them, now. and at first, at first, I was, I kind of took that, like, kind of to heart. Like, man, you know, we family. It was y'all. I'd be doing the same thing, but then I had to realize, like, okay, okay, but at the same time, this is my business, so it's like, uh, I can't really ask him, I can't ask him to, to hand me money to my business, like, this is something that I wanted to do, that I wanted to start, it's like, so everything that I'm going to be doing is through and be, it, uh, will be because of me not because of the next family member so right and you appreciate it more after you actually work for it look as they say get it out the mud <laughs> you have a different level of respect for it when you know you work for it and I want like I say taking it to heart when family don't share it some of them don't share because they don't understand that okay a simple share expose this to all of my friends and then if a friend like it then that's another friend it's a chain reaction when family shared, I think some family feel like, okay, well, I'm not trying to book no party or I don't have any small kids or I don't want no t-shirt. It's not about you. You have a friend list and a market that can possibly get me one customer that can get me another customer after that one customer. So it's a trigger fix. So some of it may be where as business owners, we need to educate family of what a share and a like and a comment can do. If that post been on my page three days and you come back and come in or like it or share it, guess what? You just refreshed it on the timeline. So as business owners, we know that some people just using social media for casual, you know, time, just past time. They don't actually understand. Okay, well, dang, he posts these shirts on sale, but he's still posting them. He hadn't got rid of them. Let me like or comment so it'll refresh on my timeline too. So I think once again, that can be an improvement that can go back to your one of your previous questions. What could we do or what are some things that you know can improve? Just actually using our family and friends and our circle to educate them on the power of a like or share or a comment. Yeah, cause every for every new because what you told me when you told me that for every new in new interaction that the post comes in contact with, then that's gonna refresh like you just said on the page. So it's like okay, maybe they may have missed it this day, but four three. Three four days later, they see it. Why? Because it's getting, uh, it's becoming, it's coming, coming to contact with people, liking or commenting or resharing and stuff like that. So I that helped me. It was doing that helped me a lot also. Yeah, and then you have some people who don't use social media on a daily basis. Just to try to be fair and cover from our perspectives here, you have some people who truly don't get on social media. And I know, I look, as a business owner, I'm not big on what Instagram. I may get on Instagram once a month. Facebook is my thing. It's just easier for me to use. The app is already on my phone. Instagram is like, okay, trying to get the following up, trying to think of hashtags, being creative. Instagram is just too much mental work for me. Right. So to be fair to uh, family and friends, some people really truly don't get on social media every day. A lot of people look, I'm bored at work, I'm on break, let me check social media out. So it may be a once a week thing or once every so many days. But Instagram is something that I'm trying to get better. I put it on my phone to be able to get messages when people send messages. But actually having 
Instagram where people send me a message and maybe inquiring about an order or about a party or something. I've missed it because it'll tell me, oh, well, you received a message. But I'm just learning. I think Instagram with the message only stayed for 24 hours. I, I, I didn't know that. So, you know, trying to learn the different forms of social media as well. So, back to, like I said, just educating yourself as a business owner to know which one of your social media platforms are working for you. TikTok is hot right now. So I tell anybody, you can't go wrong with TikTok. You got to get into it. I mean, can't be mm -hmm. scared of it. If that means being silly, putting some music behind it, guess what? Their name is always trending because it's going to put it and your business name on there. Yeah. So it may be you simply watching TV, putting that it sign with Ed Quad, Ed Quad Talk playing the game. Guys love games. So, you know, you got to do what's hot and what's trending. Another thing, I'm talking about things that turned out. One thing that I, that I'm, I wouldn't say I'm inconsistent, inconsistent with it, but I just don't. I necessarily, I don't use my my Twitter, so like I, I don't take advantage. See, I look, Twitter. I don't have Twitter at all. Twitter, once again, that would take me to a whole nother level, like trying to balance mommy, wife, business, I don't like Twitter for my perception and my understanding of it. That means I'm sitting with my phone or a computer in front of me actually tweeting about my every move or thought. Oh, well, like, it's just too time nah, consuming, I so I don't have Twitter oh, at all. I don't do that. The reason I, uh, the reason I, I think about uh, adding Twitter to my, my business page and stuff like that, just so the fact is... When you want to retweet, like when you go to Twitter to look at tweets, and like, and uh, there's always millions of videos and tweets being retweeted, so it's like it may not uh, be Facebook where you know it's a re, it's a, pretty much the same thing, just on a on a different, um, just like utilizing another app, pretty much, like you know, like because I got Facebook and Instagram, so it's like, okay, and throw Twitter in here, so it's like, get, uh, expand the horizon, expand the horizon more so, so more people can see, because once they retweet it again, just like they do on Facebook and Instagram, their, their followers, and people that they follow, uh, things like that, or people of people that they follow, they'll be able to also see the, my tweet that I tweet, that I tweeted that you retweet, so, I, I, that's just that's a good thing and I can see what Twitter would be actually an advantage for you especially with quad talk even if not for applied pressure but for quad talk I can see what that would be something beneficial for you to look into once again with me with the boutique and the kids party bus I'm not as convinced maybe somebody can, can help me understand how it would be beneficial to me but look, it's just, it just, it sounds like too much work for me. But that most definitely sounds like it would be a plus for you with Quad Talk. Uh, I mean, I was, yes. Did, okay. Why do you, uh, I'm trying to under, okay, I'm trying to understand this to myself before I ask it. But, okay, you say a plus for me. Okay, and this is why I say it would be a plus for me. Uh, because, you no, know, my, my podcast just talking is, Pretty much all all they do on Twitter, you know. So it's like that, like I, like I said, like this. Is what I'm saying, like just a new way to interact. I I just I'm trying to I'm trying to do whatever I can to find a a new source of interaction with people that aren't that aren't 
in the city though and that aren't aren't nearby you know like so which uh which all social medias would allow me but i think personally it's gonna take me 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 uh doing something real goofy i would say stupid but that sounds better if i say goofy to not to myself but just like i feel like that'll help me a whole lot because then everybody uh I feel like they'll be intrigued and be like, oh, this, like, he in the wheelchair. Is he supposed to be swimming? You know, like, they'll be asking themselves. <laughs> yeah, they will be interested. Yeah, they'll be asking themselves, like, those type of questions. So, I won't say silly or goofy. I think what's going to actually get you the audience that you want is just simply being yourself. It's just a matter of you reaching people to actually put that out there, quad talk. It, I mean, it's out there, quads are out there, but how many quads are actually comfortable? So you're breaking a platform for a lot of people in your situation who probably more have more down days than up days. So you you mean you're breaking a chain with right. actually with quad talk. So you you're reaching your people, then you're educating people like myself. Like you know what quad talk? What is quad talk? So explaining what is quad talk? You know what is a quad? So, okay, well, he in a wheelchair, but he ain't moving his hands, so he's not doing this. So, educating people, being your true self. So, I wouldn't say starting off with being silly or goofy, because that's not the image you want of yourself. You want people to see the intelligent Lil J. You want to yeah. be able to be able to tell your story, what the doctor said that you wouldn't do, how you have overcome all of those things, how you graduated high school, how you attending college. So, I would most definitely not say putting a silly image out there of yourself because that's not the following you want because then as soon as you stop being silly and goofy guess what that following that you gain they all slowly disappear so now you got to regain them anyway so if you gain peer and genuine followers from the start then they actually know what they're signed up for. You start out doing silly tricks, making dumb videos, doing silly stuff. Like, oh, man, he always doing dumb stuff. He always, man, he crazy. Well, that's not who I am. So when you come here, you already know what you get. Okay, well, I, to be real with you, I didn't look at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you worded it very, very greatly. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, you know, me, I'm comfortable, like, I'm comfortable with myself, so it's like it's just me. Like it's like I'm all, I'm already goofy and I'm always cracking jokes. But most people I've I've had uh, I've had old friends, you know, tell me like they feel like hey, like for me I'm the same person. Only thing that's different is I'm in a wheelchair. And I've had old friends and the, like people tell me like Janae, uh, you know, it's just hard seeing you like this. For me, it's like. I, I don't feel like I, I understand why I will be all but like but I was like I'm the same person so like it's like it's, I'm still the same person so it's like all the only thing that I'm thinking about is like you no know, just like it just allow people well, I understand cause I was just thinking that it would allow them a closer connection not closer connection connection into my life you know because i'm a bit of an introvert but at the same time it's like them seeing they wouldn't be afraid to walk up to me and be like yeah you don't want like you used to like you told us when you first came home don't treat me like i'm handicapped don't talk to me like something wrong with me like you say you don't feel any difference so that's why i say you're breaking platforms and breaking chains and stepping outside a comfort zone for yourself and other quads to say you know what i'm different but i'm not any different 
you know, you don't have to stare at me when you see me. You don't have to feel like, oh, well, let me hold the door open. He coming in a wheelchair like, you know, I can do that myself. I can move my wheelchair, you know, myself. I don't need anybody behind me pushing my wheelchair. So once again, those are the type of things that you want people to be able to see without being silly and goofy. You are already showing them something different. Like, man, come look at this video. Dude playing a video game and he even using his hand. He using his, you know, he using his mouth. You being you is going to appeal to people enough without you doing some silly and goofy. The jokes you do is enough silly and goofy. <laughs> so just giving them a day to see Janae being Janae where he's like, dang, his spirit is high for him to be in that situation. Like, you know, dude don't really, you know, he ain't just laying down being depressed. Like, I, I do things. Like, I got my own vehicle. I got, you know, I got a computer. I have a game. Just letting them see how you have actually turned this negative into a positive is what you want to put out to people. Right. Without actually all the comedians. You got enough comedians out there. Because then you get bored with being a comedian, then you want to put on a wig, and you know, it was like, nah, we're not yeah. going to do the wig and all that yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I so we'll a... leave that to the comedians, and we just, we'll strictly show them Janae. Yeah, because I am a man. <laughs> <laughs> but... Because at some point you run out of strip when you when you faking you at some point run out of it. So when you just being genuine and pure, I think it it, it helps you and once again it helps you with a better audience because people not coming like man let me see what the joke he done made today. When they coming on your page they know they coming to see Janae. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I really like I I I said again I really wasn't I really wasn't looking at it like that. I won't I'm not gonna say that like. I just didn't think, think that far ahead. No, I just wanted to do whatever I... I was, you wanted a quick following. So feeling like doing a quick prank or a quick joke or something to get your following up. Yeah, and then that'll bring them, bring them towards towards my businesses and my podcast. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, you know what? Now that I think about it, you're exactly right. Like, only thing that's going to help me and help people understand me is me being myself. So it's like, you know, that that... That helps. Like, I'm going to continue to do that. But I'm glad you were able to, to break that down for me. I, I learned something new today. Not about myself, but I, I, I learned something new. I appreciate that, honestly. <laughs> so, uh, but stop it. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. This has been an episode of Quad Talk. We air every Wednesday. Friday and Saturday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Thank you. Quad out.
Damien, they don't really follow me. They have always scored let's see, 30 points in 38 minutes. The Rocket have taken off his Hardaway with superstar James Harden winning their fourth game. The Trailblazers last night by three points. Damian Lillard led all scores. 47% shooting in the field. Andre Oladipo. Five points. Uh, also on forty-seven percent shooting the field. Boy, has the Miami Heat been cold? Boy, has the Miami Heat been cold? Losing. Yet again. Tyler Hero led all scores, posting 19 points, shooting 38% from the field. Nicholas Batum had 18 points, shooting 50% from the field. I don't know what the Miami Heat needs to do. They have now lost five in a row. But they need to figure something out <laughs> before their next game tomorrow against the Sacramento Kings. The Phoenix Suns need to go to State Warriors right here. 114 to 93. Steph led all scores with 27 points and shooting 50% from the field. Mikhail Bridges said. 20 points, shooting 60% from the field. And last but not least, the Los Angeles Lakers have dropped down to third in the West after losing two in a row. Now, they should be doing a lot better, but we are coming off the championship. So, I will I'll let it slide. For now, for the most part, points last night. The boys that we can combined for 44 points. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for tuning in. In to the Quad Talks podcast. I hope you all are doing well and staying safe. But without further ado, man, was Trey Young hot last night after dropping 41 points as the Atlanta Hawks were soaring high after beating Bradley Beal at the Washington Wizards? The Hawks improved to the number six spot in the Eastern Conference as the Wizards. We have now lost four in a row. Still have the worst record in the in the NBA at three and twelve. 
The Charlotte Hornets stung the Pacers last night, winning 108-105. to Terry Rozier and for P.J. Washington both put up 19 points in this win. LaMelo Ball dropped 16, although missing all six three-pointers. DeMontis Sabonis scored 22 points in this loss, shooting 50% from the floor. The Utah Jazz beat the Mavericks. Bojan Bogdanovic dropped 32 points in this win. As Luka Doncic was just held to 25 points. The Jazz have now won 11 games in a row and are currently first in the Western Conference. The Thunder was struck by the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets dropped bucket after bucket. Scoring with Kyrie Irving and James Harden combining for 50 in this win. Shea Gillis Alexander had 24 points in this loss. The Sacramento Kings rained down on the Toronto Raptors as they beat them 126 to 124. Now winning three in a row, but still ranked 12th in the Western Conference. Pascal Siakam led all scores with 32 points, but it wasn't enough to bring in the win. The Raptors are also ranked 12th, but in the Eastern Conference, now losing three in a row. You're... Thank you for tuning in to the Quad Talks podcast. In today's episode, I will be answering questions that you guys have for me.